0: Welcome back to the Aqua Thinking Podcast, a safe space for weird thoughts. I'm Nas, aka Stacks. What up? I'm your host, Freddie. <laughs> <laughs> and we are the <laughs> Let's get it. Let's get it. And if you are watching, please like, comment, and subscribe. And if you're listening on Apple Music, give us five stars, you yes. know. And Spotify, give us some streams. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get awkward. Well, this is a little bit
1: I awkward. Though. How I, take... I didn't
0: hear this. Man, I know. We haven't been playing in a minute. Jeez. So, um, I'm going to do a little something different this today. Um, I've been scrolling through TikTok a lot. And I don't know if it's been a challenge or anything like that, but I seen the TikTok, a girl, like her mom, she'd been dressing like a tomboy all her life. Mm-hmm. So she dressed up, she glammed up this whole time. Um, she glammed up for one time. So she, went, she goes to hug her mom and the mom's like, hey, like looking at her weird and mm-hmm. shit like that whole time she's like who is you like that and she's like i'm your daughter and she's like oh my fucking god that's really you it was like some new york shit oh my fucking god mm-hmm. <sighs> so I think,
1: go ahead that tiktok i think came yeah. out when tiktok first came out
0: no yeah. it was for real you're behind bro i just seen that shit I, you, but i went them. through her well she probably reposted it mm-hmm. so i went through her page and i'm just like she dressed like a nigga, mm-hmm. and I was listening to, and then I seen another one, and I seen the whole little stud thing that was going on with TikTok, and I'm like, you, the, it's a dangerous world we live in if a stud can switch it up. Because I, I can't see the vision, you know how like, niggas be like, oh, I'll fuck, and mm-hmm. she got a fresh fade, and she got the DeAndre tattoo on her chest and shit and shit like that. I can't get past that, like, like, once they glam it up, I'm like, this is a whole different chick. Mm-hmm. This is a whole different chick. Like, how are you thugging and slugging at the same time? And I feel like sometimes studs sometimes be having, like, real, like, features that niggas be like, yeah, I would fuck that. I can't get past the Hanes draws and jeans in the fat ass. Maybe if she switch it up to a dress, I know, I know it's crazy. Maybe maybe should make that into a challenge. Like, a TikTok challenge. Mm-hmm. Like, oh... I don't know. I don't want to get canceled. but
1: They're going to try to cancel you. They're going to pull it out of context and be like, well, studs aren't trying to fuck you, even though we know studs get right. pregnant. Um,
0: and that's the thing. Remember on Twitter, the, the stud that got pregnant, she did the thing. Like She, mm-hmm. she, had, she just went back, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And she had a baby, and she back to like...
1: I know who you're talking the about. The one you're that looked like about. young M.A. You're talking about... I forgot her fucking name, but she had a whole little YouTube channel with her girlfriend and everything. And I remember when she first, because she, she did, she got pregnant as a stud. Mm-hmm. And I remember being like a lot of conversation behind that because they were like, well, you're the masculine one in the relationship. Like, why are you pregnant? And she was like, bitch, because I'm still a woman. I want to have a kid. I could be masculine and have a kid. All right. And then I remember um, she did the switch around. Like, she went from dressing more masculine to dressing more feminine. And it's
0: such a crazy... It's like a drastic change. Like, it's a whole different person. Yeah. It's crazy. You know something? I I feel you, Kodak. I feel you. He said he he would fuck Young M.A. I can't see that far. Niggas, they are visionaries. To Mm -hmm. see what you will look like as a woman... I don't think some niggas be like... It'd be the you look like a nigga and yeah. you got a pussy, I'm a, I'm a shot up. Yeah, I do think that too. You
1: know, I mean, if that's what you into, that's what you into. I don't knock it, like, you know, live your
0: life, but, are you, would you do that? No. You, like, all right, say she switch it up on you.
1: Like, of uh, course, th- if I don't know
0: that, uh, all right, this is
1: hitting my fucking tenor, like, she got a whole nother personality, <laughs> yeah, like, okay, like, I'm not in a relationship or nothing, so if I'm like, yeah, okay you approach me as a very feminine woman, or you're dressed very feminine. So right. that's all I know you as. But it, when you you know go home,
0: you switch it up and now you someone else. See, my thing is I've been seeing also on TikTok that that porn star, um, Daphne, Daphne or whatever her case is. She be like, "Gee, I'm a whole ass female." Gee, like she got the whole do rag on. She looked good as fuck. Like she she on Pornhub and she got like um this little scene where she like she is dressed like kind of like. I don't want to say the. I don't want to say stud. I don't. I don't know all the the mannerisms, mm-hmm. so I won't say. I, I'm, I'm from the so. hood. I only know two words. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. So she she has this thing, and she's like, "Gee, like, look, I'm a I'm a whole ass female. Like, you treat me like one of the guys. I would fuck her though." Like, Mm -hmm. you gotta look at her, you be like, she got the little shave, little Caesar cut. Mm -hmm. You feel me? But girls can do that one. They can. You feel me?
1: You know, uh, Jada Pickett Smith had that. You don't remember she had that? uh -uh. Uh-uh. In Scream? No. She had this short little. Oh, yeah, she. But that wasn't
0: nothing too crazy, though.
1: I remember my uncle dated this girl. She had, like, a very low haircut. Her shit was damn near bald. But it, it looked nice. I don't think having. A shaved head makes you look more masculine. Well, depending on the shape
0: on, and the tattoos.
1: Yeah. And yeah, depending on the placement of the tattoos, like we just got to be realistic. Some shit makes you look like a, a nigga. Yeah. Like, or, and, yeah. and maybe and when I say nigga, I'm referring to black people. I'm referring to our context of people. Yeah. Like, sometimes when you got all the, even very feminine women who, who chase men, when you got all that shit up here and
0: you, it and shit. I don't know. Sometimes I that shit be looking you looking sexy though. It, don't. it depends on the right no. chick, bro. I I don't I'm like the chick. Ta- I don't like the chest tattoos. Would be like my sister's keeper or something like that? I don't. <laughs> I don't like that. face tattoos
1: and shit. I do wh- why are you that fucking thorough? Like why are you, why are you the, that
0: thug? Yeah. Let me ask you this. Yes, ask me.
1: Cause we're in the spooky month, right? Yes, we we're in one her. of the best months. I wouldn't say that, yeah, but yeah. Hey. I'm a big fan of October. Halloween is, like, my thing. My birthday is also this month. You know, real nigga holiday. White mm-hmm. yeah. people class for that, I guess. Yeah. thinking more like life. 30s turning 30, y'all. I'm not, bitch. I plan with <laughs> But, uh, why don't you like horror movies?
0: I, I, um, I don't like horror movies for the simple fact of, my cousins, I don't, I didn't have siblings growing up, so I had big older cousins, and they would scare me. Like they were the type of cousins to, we'll watch a scary movie, all the lights get cut off, mm-hmm. everybody disappears. Now you listen in the different creaks and and like and and houses like old Philly houses, the stairs are louder than the people in the house. Like you can't mm-hmm. even go and get a snack without the fucking stairs creaking down. So i like that like they'll lock you in the room lock you in the bathroom say bloody mary all type of shit and oh this person going that shit don't that shit didn't resonate with Mm -hmm. me so i don't fuck with scary movies especially i don't fuck with scary movies that relate to real life like you was trying to watch final destination i still i watched final destination before Mm -hmm. and that little lawnmower shit with the little thing i'm really scared driving past a lawnmower or like and it, it, it's like the, the shit that you won't even notice, like a motherfucker squeeze a bar of soap, the bar of soap fall, then, so oh, you think you cool, then the the shower head, something, but then the curtain kill you. Like, that that's the shit that Final Destination do. I don't I fuck like with that. Final Destination has done
1: nothing but prepare me for the worst. I know not to drive behind no motherfucker that well, logs yeah. on that shit. But that's PTSD. It, no, it's just preparing you, nigga. You just prepare. I know not to do certain shit. I'm not trying to cook fucking Chinese food and while I'm playing the lottery and shit. None of that. I'm not trying to what be out there grilling. Uh, dude, he was cooking Chinese food. Mm-hmm. He gonna... had on the rain. His rain filled down the, uh, the fucking garbage disposal in the sink. The oh. food yeah. He went to reach in to grab it. He didn't get hurt or nothing. He he just his apartment caught fire. He tried to escape it on the escape ladder. And Phil was still alright. And then the fucking the ladder fell down and killed him.
0: Final final destination has fucked up a lot of trust and a lot of normal yeah. things for me. Like even with the uh the tanning bit shit. Oh oh that was a freaky
1: that I, I can't do body horror like that. Like that, I can watch a lot of horror, and I've watched a lot of horror. But that scene alone, right there, that's one of my biggest fears: is j- just being cooked alive. And I, I should not say this on here, nah. just in case you, one of you crazy ass <laughs> motherfuckers see <laughs> like, Yes, and be like, shit, nigga, you don't like to be cooked? Let's cook it up. <laughs> oh bro, yeah, I'ma be salty as fuck. They fucking skin just develop like eggs and shit that shit started popping yeah they was just i would have broke the glass it was no way it wouldn't the glass on the thing
0: i would have broke that shit slipped my throat i would have rather have bled out i just that that situation was like i'm glad to be black Mm -hmm. that was a i'm glad to be black where i don't have to fucking go in tannis a i know tennis lines had like even the fucking um remember the the acupuncture Mm -hmm. scene yeah. That, that I didn't even want to like try that after a while. I've never thought oh yeah like let me try, get a million fucking needles stuck in my body so I can You know how fucking clumsy I am to fall with all that shit yes. on Yes I feel like you're on a fucking t- you wouldn't fall. You I feel like the anxiety is would be so much where you wouldn't even want to like move over or whatever the case may be. I would
1: be uncomfortable the whole time.
0: You gotta I feel like with horror movies and shit, because as a
1: kid, I did. I watched a lot of horror movies. I remember, um, but I was never really scared, honestly, of too many. Like, Mm -hmm. I would be scared while watching it, but it's the thrill of being scared. But I never had nightmares Um, up until I watched it. Mm -hmm. The clown and shit, remember? Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm talking about the original version of it. That shit was scary. Like, that clown, and then that nigga turned into a spider, too? That Mm -hmm. shit was scary. And I remember my godmother... I love my godmother, but she she would do like evil shit. Not and it wouldn't be evil cuz it would just be irresponsible. Let me put a pin
0: on that or mm-hmm. one second, keep that thought. I just want y'all to know, Vince talks a lot about this this black power shit, this you know, this big, mm-hmm. you know, I'm black, fuck white people. He has such this attitude towards white people, you know. I I really want you to let the people know who what okay, so race listen, is your godmother? My no, godmother, listen, okay, go ahead, please. My godmother,
1: she's a white woman. <laughs> but she, she's a very great woman. Like, that's okay. like a second mother to me. She's, wow. Yeah, so listen, listen. One, one thing I will say, not all white people are bad. But white people, y'all be some motherfuckers. And I'm not going to
0: but then he but goes and says this fixation white people have with
1: little black kids And they do,
0: but so she, she
1: never had that fixation. She was never one of them people where it was about me being black. My godmother was it was never about me being black. It mm-hmm. was about me being a kid that she loved. Okay. It was it was and that's the difference. I've been I've been around white people who are very genuine within themselves. And they will be great people. They can be great people, but she never made it about her being white and mm-hmm. she never made it about me being black. And growing up, because I would be with her a lot, like, that was, like, my second mom. I would spend summers with her in West Virginia. I would spend uh, fucking a couple months at her house during the regular, sc- not even school year. This is before I started school. Mm-hmm. But I would be at her house for months on end, kicking it with her, watching shit with her. And I I enjoyed that time. I'm never going to be like, oh, I, that was, no. She was a great person and she is a great person. I love her like shit. But not all white people can say that. And that's sad for y'all. That's not sad for me. That's not a, my issue. But go ahead, continue yes. what you were saying. My, and, and then let me also just say this
0: because
1: <laughs> it's been a lot of times, like I remember uh, we were in Charleston, West Virginia and we, we were going into the hospital And this white woman ran up to her, like, ran up to me and her. Like, we were both walking into the hospital. And she was like, oh, my God, I just love it when we are doing for them and we're this and that. Shit, saying shit like that. She was like, it's such a, uh, you know, blessing that you adopted him and this and that. And my godmother was like, adopted him. She was like, this is my son, what you talking about. Mm -hmm. Like, and then she went on to check her, like, bitch, mind your business. Uh, Lady in my godmother's apartment complex. She was like, um... I was there for a while. I was at her house for a summer. And then I guess she didn't see me for a few days. And she asked my godmother like, oh, is your slave gone? And my godmother flipped on her for that shit. She was like that. And the woman was like, oh, she was like 60. I used to go help the woman out, everything. My godmother told her like, you saying shit like that, that's not funny to me at all. I don't play racist. That's not no like hee hee ha ha shit to me. She told me about it. She said, do not interact with her no more. And the, and the woman ended up dying that summer yeah yeah so it's like nigga, my godmother Thoreau, that's one thing I know my godmother she is not she ain't one of those
0: she okay. but but yeah. i just wanted the people to know because you do have yes. this such i have an a, anger i don't it's not anger it's frustration it's it's a
1: lot of frustration okay. i mean don't get me wrong it do be anger there but it's more so like I know how white people are mmm I know how a lot of y'all are. Too many of y'all, I will say. And y'all get away with that shit. I don't be for that.
0: Okay. Right. But yeah. Continue.
1: Out. But continue what you was mm-hmm. what you was saying though. Uh, my godmother, I remember like the first time I, I ever watched it. Like I remember the shit she used to do. She would um she would do like just crazy wild shit. Like I was a clown up under the bed and I vividly remember seeing a clown up under the bed like the couch bed one time like I do I remember it as a kid but I it was she had spirits and shit in her house I will say that too she did we saw a lot of wild shit um but she she would push me up under the bed she would hide me put me in a closet like lock me in there and be like oh such and such is in there uh I hated doing laundry with her cause she would wait until night to do laundry the laundry was in the basement oh, we yeah. would go down to the fucking basement and I, my bike was down there she had like again i was like her kid she had everything for me a separate room everything when i came over um toys everything so my bike was downstairs and i remember um i would ride in between the, the water like the water heater and the fucking furnace was together and i would uh i'm trying to fix this fucking hat and these headphones <laughs> The water heater in the furnace was right there in the middle of the, um, in the basement. And I would ride my bike around it. And going around the water, like, the going, when you on the other side, it's a little darker on that side. And mm-hmm. I can't see her. So I would always rush past that side and go slower around coming around. Does that make sense? So, like, this is the water heater. And I'm going around in a circle. Mm-hmm. And I would get over to the side where I can't see her. And the next thing I know, she would be at the top of them fucking stairs and the light would be off. And I would be down there panicking, like, and she would be like, "Oh, such and such is down there." But I had I had
0: something similar like that. But go ahead.
1: The thing, it, the thing that I realized too is like, it wasn't that she was like trying to be mean and shit. She was just young and dumb. Like, <laughs> no offense. Like, she was just young, and she ain't realized like, all right, that some of that shit is traumatic. Mm-hmm. It's not always funny. Like, but you would think like, all right. At, when you young and you not really thinking you like oh this shit funny he scared like a motherfucker it's funny mm-hmm. and I remember when I got older I told her I said why would you do that I'm like that shit used to scare me I'm like I, I did not like when you did that like that it, it scared me like I, I was not okay with that mm. and she apologized That's like up. that was the first time I ever got a genuine adult apology for some shit that like oh I you did this to me as a kid and instead of it being like Oh well, if you would have just been acting writer, you would have been doing this and that.
0: She was like, "You right? I shouldn't have been doing that." Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's dope. That's dope. Basically, I was, I was. This is a new, not a new segment, but like a little segment piece I wanted to really get on. Um, it's called Deep Thoughts. It's basically a, we we do have a lot of deep conversations, mm-hmm. and you know, it's not always funny. It's not always meant to be like this thing. Sometimes it could be funny, but um. I wanted this segment called Deep Thoughts and that's basically what we give our real opinions on shit. So, um mm-hmm. people are not okay with being second in command. Like mm-hmm. at all. Like why are you not able to just enjoy the ride and you want mm-hmm. everybody wants to be the man, the it girl, the the one that's on the stage. And I blame TikTok. TikTok, if you don't realize what TikTok is doing, TikTok is like everybody can be famous. Now what do you do with it? It's no monetary game. People I, I was literally on the phone with Sharice. I'm like, people are literally okay with being known. I'm is the weirdest shit to me. Like mm-hmm you don't get you don't want no monetary gain you just want a lo- bunch of people to recognize you while you walking out like this celebrity type of thing like mm-hmm. where where are you going to branch out for brand deals where are you going out to just oh to speak panels this that using your platform for something to branch off to do more to employ people to do these things why are you just okay with either showing your ass being a pretty face or uh for the niggas I don't even know what the niggas do. I just see a lot of the women with they just show their ass and a hundred, five hundred and some million, but they just like being known. Mm-hmm. I never known people to want to be in the mix so fucking bad to want to be like, oh yeah, I'm with this person, I'm with that. Like that's that's weird to me. I people want the
1: celebrity status. That's it. But what, what perks
0: do you get out of that? None you of get
1: to say, I kicked it with this person. You get to say, <laughs> oh, I, these amount of people know me. Oh, when I go here, this is the kind of expectation or whatever. That's mm-hmm. it. it. A lot of shit don't be for, like, that goes back again to our last episode where it's, where we talked about doing shit that don't even motivate you. Like, mm-hmm. it's not for you. You're, it's not something that you really want to do. It's just... You doing it because you see other people doing it yeah you want that you want to be on the platform because you see other people doing it you don't want really want the shit for yourself especially if you're not like don't get me wrong you don't got to monetize everything but mm-hmm. if I'm get, reaching these amount of people what am I reaching these amount of people for and put my life at risk if I'm at least not going to monetize it right but I do think we kind of over monetize everything Everything, I feel like, is not, you don't have to turn everything into, like, a money-making scheme, or mm-hmm. it doesn't always have to be a profit out of it. Some shit you just need to learn how to enjoy and and, and enjoy it. That's it. And it's fine to enjoy it. I think a lot of times when we try to, um, like, right now, my sister, me and my sister had a conversation last night because she, I'm painting, and she wants me to, like, start monetizing it. And it's like, I don't want to do that. I don't. Uh, I enjoy painting, and I'm not. And I know, like, I'm not to the point where I can charge for it yet. But I do know. Um, I don't want to charge for painting, like, cause I don't want it to be something that's a requirement. Now I got. I can't just give something to somebody. They are going to be like, oh, well, can you fix this? Can you fix that? What about this? Can you make this a little lighter or this and that? And then that becomes work. And I don't want to turn like stuff that I enjoy doing into work because then you it's hard to enjoy it now yeah yeah and I tried to explain that to her but she she was like you know I just feel like if it's a passion it's something that you like and it's it don't work like that don't get me wrong sometimes you can chase chase you uh, let me say this because I was saying chase your passions in the last episode chase your passions but everything that you're passionate about does not have to be monetized. You don't always have to sell what, your happiness because mm-hmm. uh, that's what you're doing to an extent. You sell your happiness. It's certain shit that you can do like this podcast, podcast and the shit, even though we have not monetized it yet, when it gets to a point where we're able to do that, we're gonna do that because mm-hmm. we're still, we're nothing's gonna change yeah. a, except for a dollar amount. Everything else is gonna, it's still gonna be the same shit. We're not going to be expected to be like, all right, we got to talk about this or we got to talk about that Mm -hmm. next episode because this is what the people out there want or not as far as the audience, but the people paying us. Mm -hmm. It don't work like that. But when I start painting and shit and I start trying to charge for it, they're going to be like, all right, I want this specific image and I want these specific colors. I want it like this and I want it like that. And now the painting lacks creativity Mm -hmm. because now it's not even my image
0: it's someone else's now it's not it it's work i was having i was having a conversation with one of the homies and he was talking about like because we were talking about like how people don't acknowledge the brand deals and stuff like that and he was mainly telling me that he was like you know Ten thousand, you know, you if if a company offer you right now ten thousand, you shouldn't even want to take that. I said, nigga, if a company offer me ten thousand right now, I'm taking that mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, that is in, in my in my eyes, not even saying what I'm worth because I feel like I am worth more than ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars. But ten thousand dollars is a lump sum for something that I've worked hard—that's more than anything. You feel me? Mm-hmm. That's split down the middle, that's five k, five k, me and you. Mm-hmm. That's that's a lot in a lump sum. I'm not saying that and for whatever they probably a hey, for a month 10k is a lot for a month it is you feel me so you need you know and he was telling me like you need and I'm like a lot of influences and, and it's no knock to him because i know he was saying it out of a good place mm-hmm. and out of the what he sees my potential to be mm-hmm. but a lot of the times a lot of things don't try to let people influence you on what your worth is if mm-hmm. you may say this painting is $10 that might be $10 worth for you yeah don't try to just be like if somebody says, oh you should be charging $150 for this type of painting mm-hmm. right now I'm charging $10 you know why because this is what I feel like and when my work gets to $150 mm-hmm. that's what I will charge like even with uh Demetrius Harmon do you matter hoodies they they up there now you mm-hmm. feel me but at the time they weren't really that pricey they at the time I'm giving you hoodies this is something I like to do and I'll gradually build. Once I build my audience, I will mm-hmm. build my worth to where I feel like this is what I can bring. This isn't, I'm more than just that one season of hoodies that was $40, $50. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So I feel like a lot of times it's a lot of. <sighs> misconceptions when it comes to worth and self-worth and stuff like that. Um, Especially putting a dollar amount to what your dreams and what your goals is and and shit like that. So yeah,
1: I think something that we gotta also realize is a lot of times when we start and we starting off at a shitty level. Like, Mm -hmm. ooh, shit. Shit.
0: (laughs) You're having fucking headphone malfunctions. For real.
1: But yeah, a lot of times when you start off you starting off at shit. Like, the shit your creativity, don't get me wrong can never be like measured but you know as, as a creative what, when I first started doing this, even though I was just as happy, the way that it looks now compared to then is completely different. it that that's what everything is with me and painting, me and cooking the way because I've been able to uh, because I've been able to give time to it and focus on it, and then learn from where I was at when I first started, I've been able to do it. I've been able to get better at it. I've been able to uh, just grow on what I already had. And I do realize, even with with cooking, my first couple dishes, they were ass. They were. I thought they were good. Don't get a little (laughs) too excited. I thought they were good. And and again, the Vincent at that time for him, it was good. good. It was great for that time. The shit that I'm doing right now today is great. And it's great for me right now. But I know the Vincent from five years from now, whatever he's going to be doing is going to be a whole lot better than right now. And we got to stop waiting for that point because it's not a we don't just wake up one day and be like, I'm a great artist. I'm a great cook. I'm a great podcaster. It's a workup. It's a build up to it. And you have to give everything that time. Because, again, and I, I I saw this on Twitter, I think, and it was some girl, she was explaining it. Everything I'm doing today is so the nigga in the future can benefit from it. It's not, mm-hmm. anything that I have to do right now, it's not about motivation. It's about just having to do it. I can't wait for motivation to get shit done. And I think we stop ourselves. A lot of times we procrastinate on shit. And we, we sabotage ourselves because We know we have to do this. We got to get to the next point of it, and we we know that, but we put shit in our way or or we tell ourselves, all right, it's not obtainable. It's not possible. I don't see myself being able to do that. Like some of the shit, again, with just cooking, even painting, I would have never saw myself at the level I'm at right now a few years ago if I never would have thought, okay, I can work towards it or I can do it. But it's because sometimes you do got to get exposed to shit mm-hmm. you got to get exposed and be like oh my god like we don't realize how accessible something is until we can see it in front of us mm-hmm. like uh even with this podcast and shit before this we were like oh okay we want to start a podcast but we didn't know how this shit was gonna go Man. how we were gonna get to a studio the funds for it all that and then what niggas do you you start looking, you started mm-hmm. looking around. You was like, oh, we found this affordable studio, yeah, a place that allows us to do X, Y, and Z, and still push out our content and shit. Yeah. And now look at us, we're podcasting. And people think like podcasting takes like this huge budget. Uh, it doesn't. You just gotta start. Yeah. And with everything that you do in life, you just have to start it. You can't keep putting it off, and keep like even me and my driver's license. I, it took too long to get my license. It took like five years. Shut up. It it did. It took too long to get my license, and I kept putting it off. And, it, and it's like part of me knew I put it off just because I know that's a big responsibility to have once you have it. And it's also something that's necessary, I feel like. It's necessary for that next chapter. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when we, like, no, it's, it's a license. It's a driver's license. Yeah. But it is a milestone. And I feel like when we... When we start doing that, when we start reaching those little milestones and we're reaching more and more to those points in life, it can be scary because it's like, I know that when I reach this point, there's going to be an expectation for me from from here on out.
0: And uh, another thing, like, um, I was listening to... uh to to piggy i have a lot of piggybacks Mm -hmm. from what you said with a lot of the people like mike tyson Lil baby hove or whatever the case these are people who did not know their Mm -hmm. potential these are people that was like oh this biggie you know what i mean tupac these are people who didn't know influences their influence or but the people around them did you feel me and and a lot of things people manipulated that power that they had and Mm -hmm. a lot of but i'm saying this to say great people don't know what they got in store for themselves it's a lot of doubt that comes with great people mm-hmm. like even little baby says if it wasn't for young thug q coach k all them people i would not be rapping mm-hmm. i would be a nigga that was trapping and was uh, content on getting this little money here and there mm-hmm. i did not know i was going to be the biggest celebrity or dripped out in jewels people screaming my name knowing my lyrics bar from bar i did not know that and jay-z even has a bar I'm on some new shit. You feel me? He said, I'm on some new shit. Niggas want my old shit. Listen, listen to my old albums. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want the old me, I got shit that you will like from way back then. Digest that. Because I know you didn't digest all of that. Mm-hmm. So, so, it's about that time. <laughs> It's about that time where we leave you With a positive message to get through the week Vince what is your positive message to get through the week Don't stump on people's oh happiness go Wait go ahead My Don't be
1: stumping on people's happiness bro Don't stump on people's imagination Like if you around kids you work with kids Or you raising kids and shit and your kids Is running around and them niggas got a big Imagination allow them to have that You encourage them to have That imagination let your kids read books That don't got shit to do with the world that we're living in let them niggas read harry potter harry P- i'm reading harry potter right now yeah I'm um, or i'm listening to it it's such a great book let them niggas read shit like that let them read shit about escaping their own realities and shit right now as even as kids um and then even you as the adult as you if you're grown and shit and you watching this learn find something that makes you happy learn how to um get in touch with your imagination like write shit write some stories out think about some shit in your head like do something that i do something that inspires you your imagination like instead of you just being miserable
0: and shit like i don't know explore some shit bro my positive message is um it's a little story attached i'm gonna make it short um when i was in what sixth seventh grade um I think, yeah, sixth or seventh grade, a teacher, we had like this big test called like the Terra Nova or some shit, like, you know, that one big test where it teaches your assessment. Um, and then it was one of our teachers thing had to write a story. Uh, it didn't really give too many guidelines on, on the story, so I made it about um, just the Avengers. I made me and the Avengers save the world. It was a nice little plot and things of that nature. My teacher reads it and read it out loud. And the embarrassment I had because she was like, Why would you do something like this? Why? This is not what we wanted as a story. This is nothing. Mm. You feel me? So then it, it felt like, and then the class was a burst of laughter. So now I felt small and never wanted to. Think that way or anything in that, and versus you know I'm a kid so, but long story short, what I would say to that is like don't don't allow those adults that stop imagining, like stop thinking about life weird and and trying to push their problems on you and, and shit like that and limit you on what you think about, um, and if you got potential, you know if you don't recognize it, it's gonna come mm-hmm. with hard work, dedication, shit happens. The cliche shit. Um, but I am Nas. I'm Freddy Krueger. Thank you for being awkward. And make sure you give us five mm-hmm. stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Give us some streams. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. Yes. And yeah, that's it. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for being awkward with us. Um, see you next week. I'll see these <laughs> Thank
1: you, white people.
0: Thank, Thank you, white people. we got like